What's going on, people? It's Yabai. Gotta get you back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are all right. I hope y'all are still doing all the things you know you ought to do during the Corona pandemic period, my friends. I hope you're good. I hope you're well. I hope you're sane. I hope everything that you want to come to pass is coming to pass for your good. Whew. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to be talking about today how to become financially free, how to escape the rat race. Everybody is wondering, I don't want to just be working my nine to five job or for some people it's 12 to six. Yeah. 12 a.m. to 6 p.m. And for some people it's 12 to 12. Shout out to my sister and all the doctors out here because my gosh, I feel for you guys. The way they be using these residents Ah, they deserve to get paid the money that they make, man. People, anybody who doesn't understand how much work doctors have to do just to become a doctor, they are so unbelievably underpaid for all the work that they do. Basically, in hospitals, they use doctors as their, like, servants, essentially. Like, the way that they just make them go from morning to night and then night to morning, and they don't get any rest at all during residency, they just basically, like, take them through drill camp and just keep drilling them and drilling them and drilling them. And they have to do it for four years, and they're extremely underpaid. They can't really do it. Ah! All the doctors out in these streets. First, I just want to say thank y'all for all the work that you do. Thank y'all for all the hard work and labor that you put into your work every single day and just keeping us safe and sound and well, some of y'all, because some of y'all also be treating black people like they ain't nothing because I'm black. So my experience with doctors sometimes is real negative because the way they be treating me is not good. So, you know, I like black doctors now. So that's besides the point. Shout out to my sister for being a doctor because then when any doctor says anything to me, I just call her up and be like, yo, sis, this is what the doctor says. And she's like, what? They don't know what they're talking about. And like, this is why you in my life. But anyway, don't know why I went off on that whole tyrant. But then again, that's the whole point of the podcast. We love to have fun on this podcast talking about random stuff because this is the Rambling Mind Podcast. Back on topic. Today, we're going to be talking about how to escape from the rat race, how to escape from your nine to five, how to go about all those fantasies that you have in your head when you're leaning back in your chair and you're wondering, what would it be like if I could just do whatever it is that I wanted to do? Or some of us have that fantasy of like, man, if I just could win the lottery, if I can just win the lottery, I can walk up to my boss, take all the pieces of papers in my hand and just chunk it at his face. Except I actually like my boss. My boss has been really kind to me. My boss has been really nice to me. I've really enjoyed where I'm working. So I probably would never do that. But for some of y'all who have that lifestyle, who hate your boss because your boss, you know, you just don't like his face. Maybe he just has that kind of face where you just don't like it. Or maybe it's on you because you're not actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so your boss is trying to push you to be better than you are right now. And so you don't want to be better than you are right now. And he keeps on pushing you and you don't like that. But anyway, I'm not going to step on your toes. I'm just going to say we all have that fantasy where we all want to just be able to do whatever it is that we want to do every single day that we wake up and so we're going to talk about three main things that everyone can start doing today to get to the point where they are truly financially free where you can live the life that you want to live rather than the life that society has prescribed for you which is important because first of all, before we get into actual things that we should be doing right now, is first of all, you have to get into the mentality 
of being separate from what society has deemed normal. Society has deemed that it's normal for you to be in debt. Society has deemed that it's normal for you to just want to want the same thing as your neighbor. Society has deemed that it's normal for you to try and buy goods and buy things just to impress the next person next to you. Society has deemed that it's normal to try and be never pay off your student loans, to always have credit card debt, to always have a oversized mortgage debt. All these things society has said, these are the things that you should be doing to show, notice the word, to show that you are successful in life. And so in this podcast, I'm going to break all of that because you don't have to show that you are successful. The only person that needs to know you're successful are those that are around you who see you working hard each and every day and who see what you have accomplished. I don't need Joe Schmo, who doesn't know anything about me, to come and tell me like, oh, you're driving this old car. You should really improve your life. It's like, I don't care about you. I really don't. Because the people around me know what I'm doing on a daily basis. And those people are the only ones that I truly care about. And if they see that I'm succeeding in life, that's all that matters. That's all. I don't care to impress any random person, which is why I dress the way that I dress. Even though I, I should dress better, I know. Because I'm at that age, the mating stage. I need to get married and all that good stuff, you know. But if Mrs. Fine wants to show up and, you know, get some loving from the boy named Kelechi. Because he, anyway, what, what am I doing? I don't just be going on different tangents talking about random stuff. But the point is, yes, there are just some things that we don't need to do because society deems that it's normal. Because truly, it is not normal. All it does is it gets you to stay in the same position, stay in the same place, never seek to go higher than you are right now because you're chasing after the wrong things in life. But anyway, as my dad once said, he said, a man must to eat. And in order for us to eat in this day and age, most of us don't have access to a farm. Even if we did, we wouldn't even know what we're doing. Well, then again, there is YouTube. YouTube basically can teach us mostly anything. But most of us would probably die before we could actually raise anything in a farm. We're not that good. Shout out to my mom, by the way. She actually started planting a farm last year and she had some bell peppers, some tomatoes. It ended up dying in the wintertime, but she's bringing it back up. She's making a farm again. And those fruits, those veggies were... Mm, mm, mm. But anyway, point is, let me stop. Now let's get back in. Like my dad said, a man must to eat. And in this day and age, in order for you to eat, you need something called ego, as we say in Igbo. In other words, money. You need money in order for you to be able to go to Walmart, to go to Kroger, to go to... Some people like to go to this place where they call Whole Foods. Or to go to farmer's markets, to go to uh, Sprouts and all this place to get you some grub, to get you something that will better fill your stomach and you'll be able to eat on a daily basis. You need money. We all need money. We all need money. No matter how much we try to downplay it and say, oh, money doesn't matter. Money is not that important. Stop lying to yourself. You need money. In this day and age, you need some level of income. You need some level of money coming in. And so therefore, how do we handle this problem how do we handle the issue of money in our bank accounts how do we handle the issue of not having or having enough money in our bank accounts to where we have money coming in and we don't have to go spend our time working at a job that we don't like all the time because at the end of the day this is the reason that we stay at the jobs that we don't like this is the reason that we stay in positions that we don't like this is the reason that we don't progress is because when we look up and we're saying 
I want to make a change in my life. Then you start asking yourself, how am I going to pay for all these bills? How am I going to pay for my house? How am I going to pay for my car? How am I going to pay for gas? How am I going to pay for food on my table? This is the first thing that we got to deal with. And so in order for us to deal with this first problem, first, we have to take a moment and reflect. We have to take a moment, sit down and reflect. Because one of the problems that we have, especially in our generation, because of things like Google giving us instant answers, because of things like Twitter, because of things like Instagram, because of things like TikTok, because of things like Amazon, because of the internet in general, we are internet generation where everything is at our fingertips. We never take the second to actually reflect. And in this situation, the first thing that we all have to do is to sit down. Gather all our statements, gather all our debit card statements, gather all our checking account statements, gather all our bills, gather all our credit card statements, gather all of that and spend some time looking through every single line item on that list, looking through line by line to see and reflect upon how you are spending your money categorizing every single thing and saying, oh, this was my bill. This was me going out to Starbucks. This was me going to Chick-fil-A. This was Zaxby's. This was Kroger. This was Walmart. This was Amazon. I didn't really need that, but I bought it anyway. This was uh, Payless, which is Payless still a thing? I don't even know. I don't know, man. I don't buy any of my shoes. Shout out to my sister. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my dad, because your boy don't go shopping. Your boy doesn't like shopping for clothes. He gets other people to buy clothes for him and all this other stuff. Anyway, this is Zara. I did not need to buy that dress that day. I did not need to go on Amazon and buy this random gadget that I still don't use that is just in the corner. Actually, I'm looking at one right now. That's just in the corner gathering dust or me rushing into a purchase when I should have just waited before I bought it. You go through line by line every single item on there and then you sit down and you reflect. And the first thing you will automatically recover or automatically notice is the fact that, oh, damn. I'm spending a whole lot more money than I actually thought I was spending. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who you are. Whenever you take the time to sit down, reflect, think through things and think through situations, you will actually start to notice like, dang, I'm actually missing a lot of stuff right now. There's a lot of holes in my budget. There's a lot of little holes in my pocket where money just keeps on finding its way out. There's a lot of little, little things that end up ruining my entire money state that end up keeping me locked away in this nine to five that I do not like, that keep me locked away in this job position that I do not want to be at. It is very important that we take the time and we look at how much we are spending Because until you know what you're dealing with, you guys know I love to say this quote a lot. If you don't know where you are, you are already lost. And for a lot of us, we start off trying to figure out, oh, how am I going to figure out my nine to five? How am I going to save more money? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? But we never start with just taking a positional GPS location of where we currently are. We never take the time to actually navigate and get our GPS signal. We just start to drive. We just start to move. And most of the time, we're moving in the wrong direction. So the first thing you have to do 
If you're going to escape from this 9 to 5 life, if you're going to escape from the rat race, if you're going to escape and build yourself a format where you're going to be making money in other ways rather than in the ways that have been prescribed by society, you have to take the minutes, the hours, the days to look through your financial situation. To look through and see how much debt do I actually have? How much money am I actually spending? Very important. It makes a world of difference. And then the step two of this is create a budget based on those numbers. And I know a lot of people don't like the B word. So call it a financial plan. Whatever you want to call it. But the fact is, use the the inspiration that you get and the charged up motivation that you get to create a budget to tell your money what your money needs to be doing because our money is way too lazy our money should be working much harder than we work on a daily basis our money should not be lazying about or going on parties buying new shoes buying new clothes every week buying all of this stuff i'm not saying any of that stuff is bad but your money should not just be deciding what it wants to do think of it this way it is a lot easier to drive down a road when the lanes are properly marked but when there is no marking it is a lot easier to get into accidents i don't know about y'all but whenever i'm like driving down the road and like you know you have those white markings and then all of a sudden it starts to disappear all of a sudden you just kind of notice that the whole load just kind of gets blocked up it gets jammed up it just gets jammed up and you're like why did all of a sudden everything was going smoothly because nobody knows which one is their lanes anymore so everything gets jammed up. You have a lockup. You have stops in traffic. This is why even when they're doing road work, you still see them spraying on the ground like, oh, mate, this is the lane. This is the lane. This is the marking. Because if you don't have that guide, if you don't have that guardrail, if you don't have that guide, it's easy to get into different horrible situations. So your budget is just basically just that guardrail. It's just basically those markings. It doesn't mean that you can't change things up once in a while just like when you're driving on the interstate you're allowed to switch lanes however guess what you do before you switch lanes you look at your side view mirror you look at your rear view mirror you use your blinker and then you indicate that you're about to switch lanes why do we do all of those things because it helps guide the things around us to make sure that they are in line with the move that we're about to make it's the same way with your money Your budget is just there so that whenever you're about to like, oh, I'm about to buy this thing that I really want. How can I mitigate my expenses to allow me to buy this thing? And so you start turning on your blinker. You indicate to your budget like, hey, I'm going to take some out of food. I'm going to take some out of buying clothes. I'm going to take some out of I'm not going to pay for Spotify for this month so I can buy this thing. I'm not going to pay for Netflix. I'm not going to pay this. I'm not going to pay that. And that just helps you navigate how you're going to purchase or make the move that you want to make. And then you start looking at your rear view mirror and being like, okay, what can I do? How am I going to do it? Looking over everything. Rear view mirror. What are the things that are coming up or already happened to make sure that you paid for those things? And then looking at your side view mirror and looking up ahead at the traffic that's still in front of you to make sure that you're not just looking back and in, back into the side of you, but you're still looking ahead as like, okay, what is coming up? Is there a birthday that I need to save money for so I can make sure that I can get the gifts for my friend? Is there a bill that I only get billed once a month that's coming off, coming up? Is there any other things like my car? I'm going to need an oil change on that thing soon. 
you have to think through all of this stuff this is why you have both a windshield a rear view mirror and a side view mirror all of these things you put together to ensure that you stay on track to ensure that you keep in the lane to ensure that you are progressing remember a budget is not necessarily like a lockdown prison cell no a budget is just a guard it's just like a train going on a on a railway it's just so that you stay to your plan so you hit the goals that you have for yourself when it comes to your money so these are some of the two things if you do these two things if you just take the time to reflect on your money and you take the time to create a budget to tell your money what to do if you do these two things you are well on your way to setting yourself up to be financially free financially free i have a bunch of other podcasts where i talk about what you need to do with your money how you need to invest your money all that other stuff that's also important stuff however i wanted to focus mainly on deuce two to these two things before we go to the other things that you need to be doing as well when you're going through this journey of trying to escape your rat race i haven't achieved this either i'm not gonna lie to y'all I'm just on this journey just like y'all. And so I'm not telling y'all what I've already accomplished. I'm telling y'all what I'm doing to be able to accomplish it. This is me telling y'all truly every single thing that I'm doing. Some of the things that I've noticed in my personal life that has affected me from being able to stay on this road. I've talked about how I was in debt, not student loans, but debt that I took on because I was dumb. And that leads me to the second thing or rather to another adjacent thing when it comes to money avoid lifestyle inflation avoid lifestyle inflation as you progress in your life for a lot of y'all out there i hope and i pray that you guys are the upper echelon of everybody else which means that you guys are going to be doing well and well and well moving into the future you guys are going to be the high standards you guys are going to be the outliers you guys are going to be the ones that are managing people you guys are going to be the ones that are looking over the major things that are going on in different industries but one of the things that ends up being a pitfall for a lot of high flyers is lifestyle inflation it's like we graduate from college and we feel like yo i gotta get that car we graduate from college and we feel like oh i gotta buy a house when I don't have a down payment for it, when I don't have an emergency fund. So whenever anything breaks, oh, look at that. I'm in big, I'm in a deeper hole. Avoid lifestyle inflation. I said it earlier. Do not allow society to tell you that, oh, you're an engineer. You definitely need to be buying this. Oh, you're a doctor. You should be buying this. Oh, you're, you're an entrepreneur. You're making this much money. You should be showing off that you're making this much money. No. No, it's okay. You can live where you lived before you became so successful. It's okay. You ain't got to flaunt it for anybody. You ain't got to flaunt it for anybody. Avoid lifestyle inflation. Now, the second thing that is very important in order for you to escape the rat race is find an additional way to build a new source of income that is to an extent controlled by you. I'm still trying to figure this one out. Even though I actually like my nine to five job, to be honest, I actually love what I do on a daily basis. I feel like I'm winning at life right now, even though, yes, I have a boss, but that's not, I don't know. Maybe it's the, it's an American thing. I don't know the, the negative stigma about having a boss and about actually going to work and finding fulfillment in what I do every single day. I don't know why there's such a massive stigma against that. I actually enjoy what I do on a daily basis. 
I actually enjoy what I do on a daily basis. I know not everybody has has been able to find that. I know not everybody has the opportunity to do a job where they love coming into work every single day. But I actually enjoy what I do every single day. And if you enjoy what you do every single day, it brings joy to your life. I know some people hate the fact that they are away from their family. No matter what you do, let me just let me just be honest with you guys. Let me, let me be straight up. In the world today, unless you are a farmer, and even then, guess what? You're still going to be away from your family. Let's just let's just crack that myth. Like at some point you're going to have to work and bring food to the table and provide for your family some way shape or form. And so there's going to be some space, there's going to be some distance that that's going to be there. It doesn't mean that you're going to like completely just forget about them and set them away and send them away and you won't be able to be a part of your life. No, 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 no. But to a degree, you will still have to spend time away from your family. So let's just go ahead and dispel that myth that there's some magical way. You can look at any entrepreneur all of them all talk about the same thing they are they are still stuck in the middle of where they have to still work and most of the time as an entrepreneur you work a lot more hours let me just put that out there as well you work a lot more than if you're just doing working for a nine to five and so you're still away from your family you listen to entrepreneurs and one of the things they always say is i'm always stuck between feeling like i'm not spending enough time with my family and spending enough time with making uh we're doing something to bring uh, money in for my family or bring provision for my family and all that kind of stuff where I'm not accomplishing the things that I should be accomplishing. All it is, it comes down to simply find what the things are that is important to you. Don't try to live your life based off of somebody else. Live your life based off of you. What is it the things that are important to you? Figure that balance out and then make it work for you. Anyway, let me get off my high offs. But anyway, find a way to find some kind of secondary income. It can start with simply the interest from a bank account. Find a way to make money where you don't have to actually actively work all the time. Whether it's investing, whether it's investing in yourself, like learning how to make uh, videos on YouTube or learning how to do a podcast, which all of these things take a whole lot of time before you figure out. But the point is, you learn how to find other sources of income. Or maybe you take the skills that you've learned from your job right now, and then you become a contractor in other areas. Right? You take the skills, whatever it is. If you're a doctor, maybe you become a doctor for really rich folks. <laughs> where you where they call you up or something like that. Or something, I don't know. You find a way to leverage the skills that you have to make yourself successful in a side hustle. Uh, somebody once said to me, find a way to put two things that shouldn't go together and make them go together. For example, the CEO of Goldman Sachs is a DJ. He goes by DJ Soul. Soul uh, David Solomon. He goes by DJ Souls. He's performed at Coachella and all these kind of events, but he's still the CEO of Goldman Sachs. The thing that helped him become the CEO of Goldman Sachs is the fact that he was able to think differently because he's a musician. And so people knew his name for being a musician and then he was solving problems not like every other financial person, but from a different perspective. But basically, combine two things that shouldn't go together but yet fit perfectly together. And use that as your advantage. Every single one of us has some kind of edge. Every single one has some kind of advantage or something that God has put in you. There's something that God has blessed you with that you can use as an advantage. 
for people like me it's just because we like to talk too much god gave us the the tongue to just be talking and talking and talking we thank god <laughs> and we can just talk any topic just give us topic i will just go 30 minutes 40 minutes 50 minutes we'll just be talking and talking and talking so what is that thing where you can combine the skills, the hardcore skills, whether you went to school to be a doctor, you went to school to be an I keep using these two examples because my entire family is engineers and doctors. That's why I keep using the examples of doctors and engineers. That's my entire family. That's the things that I know. That's the things that I'm around a lot. And so I use those examples a lot. The only other example I would use is a lawyer because again, that's what I'm around a lot of the time. But the point is, whatever it is, Find a way to take those two different skills, whether it's speaking and being an engineer, uh, art and being an engineer, whatever it is, just find a way to combine those two skills and then monetize that thing. Find a way to monetize that thing. And the thing is, when you start off at doing something, and this is my final point, when you start off at doing something, you're going to suck. You're going to suck. And so you need patience. Especially in our society, I said it earlier, we all want instant gratification. We all want it right now. We're in a microwave society. If we order something on micro- on Amazon, it's going to show up at our door. Sometimes in the same day. The other day I was talking to my brother. He ordered something and he was like, oh, dang, this thing's going to be here in the same day. I was like, wow, I was not expecting that. We're so used to that instant. Everything is instantaneous. We want a coffee. It can be brought to our house. We go on Google, it tells us the answer. We go on YouTube, we can find the answer. We're used to that instant gratification. We're used to that instant pull of having everything, of of everything just being ready and good for us immediately. But the problem is when we start a new venture, when we start down the path of figuring out a way to, whether it's investing, whether it's investing in ourselves, whether it's real estate, whether it's starting a side hustle, whatever that thing is, you're going to suck at it, which means you're going to fail at it. But like I like to say, fail your way to success. Fail your way to success. Just like Rome was not built in one day, you're not going to snap your fingers and in the next six months, you're good. I mean, that happens for some people, but doesn't happen for most people. Most of the time, this thing is built brick by brick, day by day, whether it's through investing in the stock market, where eventually get to the point where your dividends is able to cover everything that you need to pay for in your life or maybe you have some kind of side hustle where it's bringing in enough revenue for you to be able to cover everything in your life or you're you reduce your lifestyle to a degree where you can live off of small income where you're doing whatever it is that you want to be doing so patience is key patience is key and i'm not saying be so patient that if you're not seeing any kind of result you just keep on grinding through learn learn it's very important that we learn failing is okay but then learn learn and sometimes you may not even know what to look at when you first start you may not know what success looks at looks like rather that's where you look at other people you find other people in your community you reach out to them you talk to them you learn from them you find mentorship You find other people doing some of the things that you're trying to do and you learn from their mindset. How is it that you go about investing your money? How is it that you started in real estate? How are you buying and selling that product? How are you doing the thing that you're doing on the side? How did you become successful at this thing? Learn from people. Spend the time to listen to other people. Again, it comes back to the idea of listening and reflecting. 
and then taking from what they've said i'm not saying just reflect and sit there and spend more time trying to decipher how you're going to go about it no 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 no. you take action you fail you recalibrate you take action again you fail you recalibrate you make changes you make iterations you keep learning you keep learning you keep changing things you keep changing things that's how greatness is formed that's how you become truly free that's how you get to the point of being truly free for some of us it's not going to happen for the next 10 20 30 years and we'll achieve it when we retire or not even when we retire when we just become when we notice like oh hot dang i don't i don't necessarily have to go to work if i don't want to go to work this thing that i was doing on the side is starting to pop off and if i put a little bit more focus on this thing on the side that's going to bring in more income than what i'm making at work and then you start changing your life for some of us like me I like what I do, and so I don't. I may never escape the rat race. I may always be trying to go higher up in the levels of my place of work, I, because because I just enjoy what I do. And I think the most important thing that we all need to pay attention to is simply this: escaping the rat race just means escaping to a life where you enjoy your life, essentially, where you're not stuck in a circle. Where you just feel like you're in deja vu, in deja vu, or you're in the eternal loop of just sleep, wake up. Oh my gosh, it's Sunday. I don't want to go to work on Monday. Sleep, and then oh my gosh, it's Friday. Yay! But you actually wake up and you're looking forward to talking with people at work, and you're looking forward to talking with coworkers, and you're looking forward to your manager, and you're looking forward to the tasks that you're going to handle that day. You're looking forward to the challenges that's going to be brought about for you that day. And I think for most of us, we just need to get to a place where we wake up in the morning and we say to ourselves, I will face challenges, but I am bigger than my challenges and I will be able to conquer my challenges. And I think if most of us get to the point where we are okay with making that shift of mindset of saying, I am bigger than my challenges and I'm definitely going to accomplish bigger and greater things. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. For the recap of everything we talked about, first, we said handle your money. Learn where your money is going and learn how to budget your money so you tell your money where it needs to be going. And then avoid lifestyle inflation. Don't do what everybody else is doing. The second thing is find a way to make some side income. You can start off with just savings interest and you can start off with simply uh investing in the stock market and seeing that build up to the point where you're like oh wow this might be able to pay for my entire lifestyle or you start a business because you invest in yourself you learn new skills and now you're able to do new things and you're able to contract out and make money that way that's another way you can do it and then finally have patience because the thing that you're trying to build to be able to escape and be financially free is going to be hard and it's going to take time and you're going to fail repetitively. But keep at it. Keep doing it each and every single day. And then finally, one thing I want to share with everybody. Every single day you wake up, do something that makes you smile. And it doesn't mean you have to go spend money to do it. Just do something that makes you smile before you go to bed. Because that, that, that changes everything. But anyway, I'm going to catch you all later. Remember generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all, and I'm out. Peace.